The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. Nice to be here. Happy hour. It's a warm-hearted place to spend an hour on a weekday evening, evening for me. <clears throat> I think someone's, uh, someone's unmuted, needs to mute, I think. Um, I think uh, I've seen most of you before, <laughs> and uh, if you don't know me, I, I live in Santa Barbara, um, so I'm about uh, 300 miles from IMC, from Redwood City, where IMC is located down the coast in the more southern part of California, and uh, and I, uh, I teach in Asanga here, and I also teach for IMC and IRC up in the Bay Area, I have two two kind of homes where my Dharma heart is located. And, uh, and it's always a delight to, to join um, this Sangha, this special um, happy hour Sangha. So um, last, last month I, I turned uh, 75, 75 years old. And it felt like a kind of a significant uh, marker to, in my life. Three quarters of a century seems like kind of a long time. I think uh, in the in the Bible, the Judeo Christian Bible, uh, three score and ten is considered uh, you know a full full life. That's seventy. <laughs> and didn't feel like enough to me <laughs> to say, uh, but it also when I turned seventy, it felt like a really significant marker. I have to say, quite significant. Um, I know I'm old, you know, I'm aware I'm old. <laughs> and there are a lot of things that I used to, to do really easily that now I um, do more slowly, don't do so easily, or maybe, you know, often some things don't do them at all. But I still feel the same inside, you know. And often when I meet the evidence of all the, the changes that uh, aging has brought, in me, it surprises me, you know, and, and, and that kind of tells me that I haven't really accepted the changes. There's still some unconscious uh, belief that I'll always be the same. And when I see myself in the mirror sometimes, often actually, when I see myself in the mirror, I say, that's not what I look like. <laughs> but clearly, it is what I look like. Um, and I, I think it's, you know, it might be possible that uh, some of you, maybe many of you, might be holding on to similar kind of unrealistic uh, beliefs about yourselves, probably not fully noticed, maybe completely unconscious, even if you're young, you know, and haven't seen the changes uh, that old, those of us who are older see so clearly. But... Uh, Anytime those kind of unseen views about ourselves are present, you know, they often lead to some kind of uh, self-judgment. You know, when we when we think, I shouldn't be like this. I, that, that shouldn't be how I look. Some kind of self-judgment, some kind of shame or anxiety about um, some aspect of, of how we are in the world, how we behave, how we look, how we're seen by others, how we're seen by ourselves. Our physical existence, you know, the way the body looks, the way my face looks, the way the body performs, is it strong enough? Is it 
flexible is it right you know can i run can i dance maybe there's some aspect of uh, of our mental or emotional life that isn't up to snuff you know slower mental processing that's certainly true for me less confidence in in your abilities anxiety in dealing with uh, you know technologies new technologies the latest the latest smartphone or uh, some other tech thing anxiety about keeping up with how life works now you know keeping up with how life works sometimes uh, when I think about um, humans aging I compare you know our attitudes typical human attitudes to the physical appearance of, uh, of older people um, to the way we relate to the physical appearance of older trees <laughs> You know, in the autumn, when uh, the hardwoods, especially those beautiful hardwoods in the on the East Coast, those of you in New England and the other areas of the East Coast where there are those kinds of trees, forests full of hardwoods, they lose their green color, and that's the sign uh, that they're they're not able to photosynthesize anymore. The leaves they're they've lost the chlorophyll, which makes them green. That is. Um, a la- that's that's a chemical that has to be present in the leaves um, in order for them to make food for themselves. So they're beginning, the leaves begin to starve, you know, they begin to die. But we don't grieve that loss. Instead, we kind of converge on the forests and uh, stare at all the beautiful colors and take a lot of uh, pictures. And we love it. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. And I, I also think of the, um, the oak trees here in California. The, the, um, beautiful, there are so many varieties of oaks that, that live here all over the state, so many different species. And how as they age, all of them, as they age, their bark gets really rough with deep, deep crevices. And the branches, they get really knobby. It's like they have big elbows and uh, they turn in odd directions. Sometimes they almost touch the ground. They're all bent, you know, and they're so beautiful. You know, we appreciate the changes that happen in them as a result of age. People travel from all over the world to see the uh, the bristlecone pines in the in the White and Inyo Mountains uh, in uh, Eastern California, across the Owens Valley from the Sierra Nevada Mountains. Those trees, the bristlecone pines, they are considered to be the oldest living things on the planet. Some of them are almost 5,000 years old. Individual tree, almost 5,000 years old. And they're twisted and they're misshapen and they just have foliage at the very tips of their branches, like a little bit of hair on their heads, you know. And to my eyes and to the eyes of many people, they're just incredibly beautiful. Really beautiful. Every twist is the evidence of having stood firm, you know, in the all the winds that blow in the mountains and the snows of 5,000 winters. <laughs> Hundreds of fires that have burned uh, in those mountains over the, over the, those millennia. And wouldn't it be nice if we could see the changes that uh, happen in humans as we get older with the same appreciation for the, the process 
of aging, of maturing, that of having lived through all our own, you know, personal winds and snows and fires, all the challenges of our lives. And of course, the beautiful deciduous hardwoods uh, will birth new leaves in the spring, assuming the conditions are right. And that's, and that's not really true of, of us as we age. Once our hair turns gray, it tends to stay that way. Our skin thinks, thins and it wrinkles and uh, it stays that way. But as our, you know, as our fingers might get thick and become crooked, as all these changes take place, posture is not quite so upright. It's not a failure. You know, we haven't done anything wrong. We don't need to criticize ourselves. The conditions of life have given rise to changes in our bodies and in our minds. And the changes, uh, they're traces of, of what we've lived through, you know, of the experiences we've lived through. Maybe a, a little bit like scars, you know, visible reminders of all, all our adventures and all our challenges as well. So today I want to invite us to practice appreciation, practice appreciation and care for all the work that our bodies have done and the evidence, you know, of all that, of all the life that, uh, that they have lived. So I invite you now to... Uh, to take your meditation posture if you haven't already, allowing yourself to be upright and and also relaxed. Invite a sense of ease into your body. And to be really present to uh, the whole of your physical body to start with, connecting with your, your physicality Feeling your body from the inside, you know, not not uh, not considering it from the mind, but really feeling into uh, each part of it from the inside. This body, our home, our home for this lifetime. And just let. Uh, a little bit of kind regard and kind of circulate through your body with your blood maybe following your the oxygen that comes in with your with your breath into your into your bloodstream and moving through your body just carrying a sense of care a sense of kindness Inviting a little bit of gratitude, just to start right out with a little bit of gratitude and care. Inviting that into your heart, into your your chitta, your heart and mind. Really being aware of being embodied.
May this body be safe from harm. May it be healthy. And may I take care of this body. May I treat it with respect. May I honor it. Now I uh, invite you to let your attention move to um, your feet and ankles and calves, the bottom part of your of your legs and your feet, whole lower part of those limbs, and let the attention have a kindness, a care. And how many millions of steps you know have your feet taken in your life? Certainly more than a million each year, likely twice that many every year. Most adult feet are calloused and some have bunions and hammer toes, other toes that bend in odd ways and nails that get damaged. Feet work really hard. They bear the weight of the whole body. And unless they're cold or or they hurt, we often ignore them.
our ankles and our knees bending to allow us to move in all different directions. Knees absorbing the energy of all those steps that we take. Walking, running, jumping, squatting. Ankles flexing and extending, keeping us stable, keeping us upright. Calf muscles contracting and relaxing. Bring a kind awareness to that whole area of the body. May I take care of these legs. May I respect the energy the work they've done moving me about in this world, the wear and tear they've experienced. May I be grateful for their work. And moving up the the legs, the upper legs and the hips, the strongest muscles and the, the longest bones in the body. Carrying us through this life, year in, year out. Kind attention, gratitude. May this body be safe from harm. May it be healthy. May I respect the changes that time brings. May I respect them and accept them with grace.
And let your attention move to your arms and hands, other limbs, the limbs that are so expressive, that carry out so many tasks every day. Hands that have grasped apples and pens and cups of tea and typed on keyboards and held shovels and tossed balls and planted seeds and tied shoelaces and combed our hair and slipped through sleeves and clapped arms that have reached out to touch family and friends and animals and done a thousand other little jobs every day. Worked so hard. Feeling into the whole of your arms and hands with kind attention. May I remember how these hands serve me. May I care for them as they grow older. May my body be cared for with respect. May I accept the changes that time brings with grace.
now I invite you to let your attention move into your head, sensing into the whole head. And, uh, and let's let each sense door in the head come into awareness in turn, one by one. Start with the ears. Allowing the ears to be foremost in your awareness. Sensing, sensing their temperature, maybe. They're out in the air, uncovered. Sensing the outer shape of them from inside, from within them. Sensing into the interior. So many sounds over the years, you know, of so many kinds, soft and loud, pleasant and unpleasant. Different kinds of sounds, words and music and car horns and winds and the trees and sounds of water, sounds of birds, sounds of your own voice, others' voices. Invite a sense of gratitude, appreciation for hearing. And then the eyes. Let the eyes be soft in their sockets. Sense their, sense their physical presence there. The eyelids that slide over them so easily. Moisture that allows that. It's uncountable things that the eyes have seen during our lives. Allowing us to orient ourselves in the world, to move through it with uh, with confidence, to understand our surroundings, recognizing things, people, our own faces in a mirror. Sending care, gratitude right into the eyes that have served us all our lives. 
And there's the nose with its many, many smells, giving us hints about uh, the safety or danger of what's in the air, what's on the stove. So many different scents we have known in our lives. Gratitude. And the tongue that tastes, you know. How many different flavors. Salty or sour, bitter or sweet. And how many words has the tongue helped to form? Every minute, moving, moving into different shapes to mold the sounds, doing it all without conscious intention to move that, that organ. fortunate offering care to all these and inside the skull that brain that interprets all this sense data that comes in from the moment you were born, or maybe before, probably before, constantly interpreting and predicting and allowing it all to come together, to work together in order for us to move through this life. A lot of life is experienced and interpreted through these sense doors in our heads and through the brain all the time, moment after moment, day after day, bringing the world into experience. May we be grateful for the work of our senses. For our brains. May I accept the changes in my senses that life brings. May I accept the changes in my mind that life has brought. May I care for all this, all this that has served me all my life.
and then moving right into the heart, into the center of our awareness in the torso, the torso that has so many different parts that are working to keep us in balance, to keep us alive, to keep us moving forward into the next moment and the next. Let your heart's appreciation and respect for all the ways your body has served in this life. Let it permeate your whole torso, your legs, your arms. So many ways our bodies have served us. So many more than I've acknowledged in this meditation. Innumerable ways. Inviting care, inviting gratitude for all of that just to fill you up. Fill you up. May I care for this body. May I treat it with respect through all its changes, through all its days, all its ways of being.
So uh, now we have some time for a, a little bit of uh, connection, discussion about, uh, about the practice this evening. And uh, I'll set up some breakout rooms. And um, um, let's see. I'll make, uh, let's see, I can see the number shrinking. <laughs> so if I make 10, we'll see what happens. And maybe I'll have to reassign people if some people leave. But uh, uh, I have a, a question for you. I'd like you to, to, to come up with ways um, that uh, that you could in your daily life acknowledge your body for all the the skills that it's constantly performing, all the different parts of your performing so many different skills, including all your organs that I didn't mention tonight. Um, so I'll offer a couple of examples just to to kind of uh, give you the idea of what I'm thinking of. You know, just like feeling feeling your mouth maneuvering a, a toothbrush. I mean, feeling your hand maneuvering a toothbrush around in your mouth, and just appreciating that that very you know seemingly simple thing, but actually it takes a lot of there's a lot of skill involved. Pedaling a bicycle, you know, just having a moment of gratitude for the strength and the coordination that it takes to uh, to do uh, an activity like that that so many of us just take for granted once once we've learned to do it. So things like that, you know, simple things that, uh, that are so easy to pass by, just forget, you know, completely ignore. But, yeah, they're really, they're worth respecting, they're worth appreciating. So the way um, I'd like you to do it is to uh, for, to go in a spiral fashion, you know. Um, uh, so each person just shares one brief idea and then uh, go around the group until uh, until all have shared, and then you can just keep going around until uh, until nine minutes have gone by. And at nine minutes, um, I'll uh, I'll broadcast a, a little a message into the room saying that then you can. You can uh, speak more generally, just have a general conversation. But remember, when people are sharing, um, to not offer advice or comments on, on what others share. And each person's uh, share just stand on its own. And uh, what each person shares also is, you know, can be held in confidence, should be held in confidence, not taken out of the, the room, the small room, the breakout room without, uh, without permission. So, with that, I'm uh, I'm going to send you out, and there'll be three to four of uh, people in each room. And so, may you uh, may you travel well into your rooms. I'll see you back in twelve minutes. Here you go. Start the recording again. Oh, uh, yeah, Megan. Is it Megan or Megan? Megan. Thank you for asking. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to share, um, I think, what came up in our group. Um, just now, reflecting on is 
the, the gratitude um, of our body, feeling gratitude for our body as we age, um, and actually that it increases. Um, and I think, um, you know, for me, at least, can come with some regret that I didn't have that gratitude uh, in my youth. But, but, you know, I think also having compassion for, for the process whatever it may be in coming to the point of love and compassion for, for our bodies. Uh-huh. Yeah. Thank you. That's lovely. Yeah. I think uh, often we take our bodies for granted when we're, when we're young, you know, we have a lot of judgments about them, I think, but we kind of take, take for granted that they're going to work. <laughs> it's like, let me see here. I'm going to, you can, Claire, I turned off your video because uh, you were sleeping. <laughs> I thought you were not going to rejoin, but I'm glad you jo- did. I was trying to open. I couldn't. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so, Richard. Unmute. Mute. Uh, I wonder what you t- what's your take on being grateful for our... our- the energy and flexibility we had when we were younger. I mean, the appropriateness of being thankful for yeah. our youth when we had it. Absolutely, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think I'm, I had a kind of narrow view because I'm, I'm older myself, so I was forgetting. But, yeah, I think, you know, it's what Megan said, you know, how when she was younger, she didn't, she kind of didn't have as much, uh, um, you know, the gratitude for for her abilities and she kind of wishes she did uh she had and i think yeah it's appropriate all through our lives of course to to have that gratitude because you know so much is going on here that uh that is supporting us and you know it's supporting us in our path of of, uh, of dharma and uh, and everything but even we think grateful for what we had in the past yeah yeah right yeah to be grateful now for what we had in the past yeah uh-huh yeah without longing for it or you know clinging to it or anything like that yeah uh-huh yeah good point thanks richard jerry uh, quickly thank you and uh, thank you for the uh, direction yeah at the end of our group uh, i mentioned the issue of um you know, there's a sense of loss from the past, and so it increases actually a sense of compassion for your body and for everyone. But it also uh, increases a sense of connection uh-huh. uh, with everyone. And also, uh, the body changes, but it also is uh, resilient. If you, uh, it's never too late to change. For example, in terms of a person who's not exercise and then start exercising. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh-huh. all those things are renewal true. Of all, renewal, compassion, connection, all uh-huh. of that interrelated. Yeah, all of it. Uh huh. Yeah, and I think when and uh, the my experience is that when I'm feeling gratitude and uh, respect, that 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 always uh, increases that sense of connection. You know, we're all we're all. All of us have all. We all have sorrows. We all have joys. We all have strengths. We all have weaknesses. There's, 